There's a lot of climate information out there, so how can we tell what's credible science and what isn't? John Cook is a research fellow with Australia's Monash Climate Change Communications Research Hub, and he studies ways to combat climate misinformation. Hey, John, welcome to ClimateCast. Hi, Paul. Great to talk to you. So let's start with the basics. What is climate misinformation and disinformation? Misinformation is any false information, regardless of whether people are trying to intentionally deceive you or not. But disinformation is when the person knows what they're saying is false uh, and what they're actively trying to do is to mislead you. And so how much misinformation and disinformation is out there in the climate space? We're actually looking at misinformation on Twitter right now. So over the last six months, we looked at 3 million tweets about uh, climate change. And we found that um, roughly 10% of climate tweets were misinformation. And this was the really big eye-opening thing for us. We found that around 55% of that misinformation were uh, attacks on scientists and trying to discredit them and reduce uh, or lower people's trust in climate science. So what's the impact here when people who might be curious about climate or are surfing social media, they see misleading, sometimes even false information? What impact does that have on opinions and actions? The most obvious you would think is that it, it can cause people to believe wrong things. It, it can foster misconceptions. It reduces trust in science, in scientists and in institutions. It polarizes the public, it, it pushes them further apart. And when the public becomes more polarized, it's harder to get progress on issues. And I think what one of the most insidious things is when people encounter facts and myths and they can't tell the difference, they just disengage and they believe neither. So what are the best ways for us to recognize this climate misinformation? How do we see it? The key to uh, recognizing misinformation is understanding the different techniques that are used to mislead. And a, a useful framework or acronym that I use to help people remember them is FLICC, F-L-I-C-C, which stands for the most common techniques in misinformation, fake experts, logical fallacies, impossible expectations, cherry-picking, and conspiracy theories. As you become more familiar with Flick, you start to see those techniques everywhere, and you're more resilient. You're less likely to be misled. John, there are many reliable climate science sources out there, right? NOAA, NASA, the Yale Climate Communications, just to name a few. What's the best way to overcome this climate disinformation in social media? First of all, arm yourself, inoculate yourself, learn the techniques of misinformation and be able to spot them. Then when you see them on social media, call it out and help inoculate all the other people in your social networks. John Cook, Research Fellow with Australia's Monash Climate Change Communication Research Hub. Thanks so much for sharing your perspective on ClimateCast today. Thanks a lot. It was really great to talk to you, Paul. That's ClimateCast. I'm NPR Chief Meteorologist Paul Hutner.